Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. Happy Thanksgiving week, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Leah, what's for breakfast? Uh, bagel and cream cheese from the bagel shop. Bagel shop. High quality you stuff. You actually I'm have you. a shop for bagels. Other than Just Panera. Just for bagels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like that's that's what it's for. See, Panera, you know, Panera makes a good effort. I'll give them credit. Also known um, as the St. Louis Bread Company. Yes, founded in St. Louis. So when you go to St. Louis, like when I first moved to St. Louis, I had no idea that they were the same thing. And I went into what they call Breadco um, the first time and was looking around and I was like pissed off for Panera. I was like, what the hell is this? You You're thought totally they were Panera? Panera. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's the same decor. It's the same everything. They what stole are they the color scheme. <laughs> Fun fact, it's the same thing. Um, but no, so in the Northeast, we've got pizzas and we've got bagels and you gotta have a good bagel shop. You gotta have a good pizza place in the morning. You go to the bagel shop, you get a Taylor ham, egg and cheese sandwich on a bagel. Perfect. You just spit like a lot of venom real quick about, about bagels. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, New Yorkers and New Jersey's are passionate about our bagels. So down here, we have a bagel shop close to the house, little, little Italian New Yorker, um, opened it and it's wonderful. And that's where we get our bagels. All right. All right. See, I, (laughs) I, I just have lowly Panera. That's all I've got. Yeah. Yep. So you're just kind of like basic with the bagels. What's your favorite basic flavor? Uh, ba- basic white girl cinnamon crunch. Um, of course. You know, with some hazelnut spread on there. With uh, your but, pumpkin spice latte on the side. I'm not really a pumpkin spice guy. I'm kind of a maple syrup kind of guy. I like maple okay. flavor. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, guys, welcome to the Supercast. Enough, <laughs> enough pontificating about bagels here. Um, That's a big word. Look at you. I'm, I'm trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> um, anyway, before we get going into this episode, as always, this episode is brought to you by Vanga CBD, the official CBD sponsor of BroCR and Endurance Sports. Yeah. Made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes, focusing not just on your um, ability to train harder but also recovery faster they've got four awesome products out there now the super gels the gummies the balm and the newest addition the energy drink um basically any way you want to take your cbd it's available whether it's internally or externally or on the course so check them out at vangacbd.com and code brocr will save you 15 percent They've got some really good deals right now there for holiday pricing. Uh, check it out, guys. Totally worthwhile. Um, yeah, I know. I, for, for people that know me and kind of like know how I feel about it stuff, um, a buddy of mine is using it right now, and I can tell you right now, 
guys helping him with a lot of medical stuff that he has right now going on and mm-hmm. sleep. So super yep. helpful. As always, use code BROCR at checkout. Without further ado, Leah, we had a race weekend. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Um, you know, well, you did. Main, <laughs> I did race number seven of the Never Ending Trail Series. Um, it's a local series around me. You have to do six out of the eight. So number okay. seven was this past weekend, um, and number eight is next following weekend, um, and then we're done. So how far are you traveling for these races, like these local? Because we say local, but it's a, right. like the state of Georgia, or is it, is it like <laughs> that'd be Georgia a lot of pro- driving. Like Atlanta proper, or like yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're they're within driving distance of me. Um, okay. you know, I think the farthest one was about maybe an hour, hour and a half. Um, but it's you know, okay. wake up early, drive, run, come home, and still have your day. So it makes it a okay. little more you know doable. Well, we've got different race series here. We've got like the um, the Dances with Dirt, which is a bit of a mm-hmm. hike because it's it's Knobbone, Indiana. It's uh, Hill, Michigan, and then mm-hmm. up towards uh, Devil's Head, Devil's Lake up in Wisconsin. Yeah, so it's pretty there, spread out there. Yeah, but we've also got the Dino series, and mm-hmm. that one is a little bit more local, but I would say uh, they're all within. Because you've got Brown County, you've got Muscatatuck, you dirty Muscatatuck. Um, Ooh, <laughs> talk dirty. <laughs> oh, oh I, I still don't like I always think of like a muskrat when I say muscatatuck. It sounds weird. And then yeah, anyway, yeah. they're all within like an hour and 15 driving distance. So probably pretty. OK, so, yeah, so doable for sure. And that's Dirty Spokes is yours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dirty Spokes by Tim Shorer. Shorer. I'm not sure how he pronounces his last name, but it's always a, it's a really great series. It's a you know one man stop kind of thing. But he's got it's, you know, consistent and dedicated group of volunteers that help put it on. So definitely you know advocate for them and 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 give them props for sure well you know we love local races and we were talking mm-hmm. before about how lo- volunteers yeah um so important volunteers are really freaking important guys and yeah. it, it's really important to get part of this it's one of the reasons i'm doing what we're doing right now and helping out and volunteering a little bit with these races because absolutely I've so many races leah and you have to know mm-hmm. It's interesting to be on the other side and it's see. fun. It is fun, but it's like I keep thinking, like, man, we need more volunteers. Like we oh, we just for sure. need. And I think that's going to be one of the things here in the next year. That's going to be the game changer for people at OCR. Absolutely, as we're seeing more of these smaller races, um, you know staying strong throughout all of this craziness, you know, which is awesome, but they need the volunteers, they need the manpower, um, they need the help and anything well, that people can do to, to help keep them going is, is super important. Well, even with like expanded things on COVID protocol, these things take work and it takes, Absolutely. it takes a lot of manpower. And I think about things like Spartan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which take a huge amount of volunteers to put on a production right. like that. Right. Huge amount of people. And some are getting paid, some aren't, some are, hey, it's, right. it's all over the freaking place. But it's, I'm wondering what it's going to look like on the other side of 2020. Because, yeah. um, you know, we're hearing about vaccines being rolled out now and we're hearing about all sorts of stuff coming up. And maybe right. maybe we can go to some kind of racing next year, right? Well, this um, just in as far as some kind of racing, I'm super excited. I got an email yesterday that High Rocks Dallas, 
which is scheduled to be the first High Rocks event now since all the other ones were canceled. But they mm-hmm. emailed us yesterday that High Rocks Dallas is on and confirming registrations. I know. What is the February. date on that? February 20th, I believe, whatever that weekend is after, you know, after the Valentine's Day weekend. Um, so as of now, (laughs) right. As of now, it's still on. Um, I'm registered. I'm crossing my fingers that it's going to happen. Um, but it's the first indoor event that is slated to, to still happen. Yeah. Last weekend we had, uh, we were supposed to have a, uh, half marathon here in my lovely Brown County. Um, mm-hmm. the, hill, the infamous hilly half. Mm-hmm. And then the week before, with all the mandates and stuff, we can't have more than 50 people in a place. It's all virtual. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. turkey trot just went virtual. Um, yep, mine is as well. No fun. So, we'll see. But this weekend, we did not have a – we had one race that did not go virtual. That's um, true. Fit friend, Challenge. Rob McCoy. Yeah, Rob McCoy. We've had him on the show before with the Fit Challenge. His event had been postponed a couple times um, but did go off this past weekend. Um, with both a regular, you know, short course option as well as a 12-hour endurance. And we were lucky enough to get one of the female podium placers um, here to talk with us this week, Miss Aaliyah Emis. Yeah, going back into kind of our athlete spotlight here, we're bringing on guests mm-hmm. and talking about their life and kind of like what brought them here. But before we go into Aaliyah, mm-hmm. before we go, want to bring up a little topic of discussion here for you, Aaliyah. Because and spoiler alert, we talk a little bit about this in the in the uh, in the interview, but I want to bring up the topic of multi-lap with you, Leah. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've seen a lot of our locals here, and I, I believe personally the mm-hmm. prime way to do a local, you need to have four race options that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, for a race with a less than a thousand people, I would say right. I think that's a very fair fair statement. You've got less than people. Things shake up when you start getting numbers towards like 3000 but i don't know if we're going to see numbers like that at the local it's going to be a long time before we see that yeah again i know we were getting close to a thousand with um indian mud run and that's one of the most successful i've ever seen right um but anyway so in my mind you should have endurance off first so they've got the most time on the course Mm -hmm. then your elite and -hmm. then open waves of a short and long course um, ba- that basically cuts through, like what they do at Highlander. I think that is a great format. Um, I, I mean, I, I agree with you in the sense should, that my, my my question is, should endurance guys be able to do elite, or elite be able to do endurance? I think as long as it's an even playing field, um, then it's fine. The the question becomes is the start times. If endurance goes first. Um, then no, they shouldn't be able to do it because if they're already on the course as a head start for their first lap when the elite waivers go off, that's not fair. So the only way to do it, to make it possible to do both, would be to have the elite heat go first, but then hold off on releasing the endurance athletes until the elite waves finish, or at least some of them do. Um, but I think that that's not fair to the endurance people. They they pay for an all-day experience, get them out there on the course, and let them start. So, you know, it's it's tricky. But I it know some tricky. races do it. Um, this past weekend, Rob did it, um, and Aaliyah was able to do both and podium both, and she talked to us about it. I, I just don't like it. I think you need to – it reminds me of 2014 and the Spartan Race World Championship and mm-hmm. the Ultra Beast. 
Right, back, right. Back before the Ultra, which, by the way, they've got the Ultra shirts right now for sale on Spartan. Check them out. They're 50% <laughs> off. I, I think I'm getting one for Christmas. <laughs> but, okay. Um, I really like it. It's random. Uh, purple in it. It's just not my color, but I like that one. Anyway, um, I remember on Sunday there was Paul Pitts. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Paul Pitts? I do. I do. So Paul was sitting there and he was going to go out and do the ultra. And like, I got done with the beast on Saturday and I was like, man, I don't want to do the ultra on Sunday. That is going to be a long freaking day. Right. Two laps of this crap. And then like the little short course thing that they built. Oh God, that's going to be ugly. I just mm-hmm. sat there thinking to myself and I was right. It was freaking ugly. Right. Um, but I remember Paul coming off the mountain after his first lap. Mm hmm. And he looks at Norm and he's like, hey, can I walk over there and get my medal? He's mm-hmm. like, you're you're an ultra guy. He's like, yeah, but I want I want one for doing the beast. And he looks at me and he's like, dude, it's all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a totally different. I mean, that that story is, is, is totally. Yes, that's totally different. How is it no, different? How is it because different? it's not a different. I mean. It's not the same thing as being pre-registered with the intent of going in and doing two separate races. That's that's not the same thing. Okay. But if people want to register mind, ahead of time for two separate races, they start at the starting line with the same people at two separate races. I feel like that's fine. But I don't feel like there should be any concessions with, you know, short. timing. Right. Don't okay. let them have a head start. You know, you're, you're looking from an adjudication line, standpoint here. Exactly. If they're at the start okay. line, let them do it both times. I don't care. As long as it's a fair, equal playing field. Okay. Know. All right. I I I think for me it's shit or get off the pot. Do one or do the other. Like, right. And that's my opinion. And this is I I am, I am sure we've got people on both sides of the spectrum that are listening Probably. to this right now. Without further ado, let's pull on Aaliyah Emus uh, for this week's athlete spotlight. Um, yeah, yeah, great gal, great hair. Um, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, without further ado, let's kick it over, Leah. And we are here again with our good friend, Aaliyah Emus. I uh, finally got that pronunciation right. Aaliyah, what's up, girl? Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the show, Aaliyah. If you guys don't know who we are talking to, first of all, we kind of gave a little sneak peek a couple weeks ago in our community kudos um, when we mentioned Aaliyah and her rock star performances at um, both Highlander and Frontline. As well as and rock star hair bump. I'm just followed up with there. her rock star <laughs> hair bump and hoops. So if you haven't heard of her yet, I promise you, you will hear from her. She's queen um, of the local scene, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, Aaliyah, for those uh, people who don't know who you are yet, why don't you give us a little bit of a background? Who are you and where did you come from? Man, such a deep question. Well, right? I know. God, jumping right in. Well, I came from my mother. And, it's a great you know, place. Great starting point. <laughs> Humble um, beginnings. <laughs> Humble beginnings. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, so I'm from Philadelphia area. So PA, you know, Rocky all the way, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, from the background, in, uh, athletics, like my dad put me and my siblings. So there's three of us into all different sports. And my brother and I got really into them. And then I continued that through college. And then after college, I was kind of like, what am I going to do with my life? What was your sport of choice? Like, what did you grow up doing? 
everything we weren't allowed to have one sport um so but like mainly like in high school i did softball and i ran cross country i ran cross country only because my brother did but i (laughs) i was not a runner i was more of like let me go really fast and stop or like field this ball or just did cross country for a fall sport and then prepare for softball for the summer or the the spring and the summer seasons in high school and then in college i rode Okay, you're a rower. All mm-hmm. right. All okay. right, right. See, we were a very similar family back then. Like, we had – my parents always made me do a, a spring, like, winter and fall thing. Like, I had to have one extracurricular at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hardcore on that. They just didn't want us – like, uh, like, I, like, I did gymnastics, tennis, um, swimming. Because my dad did handball. My dad played competitive handball. And oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so were you always awesome at everything as far as sports goes? Like, are you just more of a, you know, what was your shitty sport, inclined... <laughs> Do what? What was your shitty sport? Mine was bowling. My sport? Uh, beer pong. No. Um, <laughs> uh, probably basketball. I never really got into basketball, even though I'm like kind of tall. It's just mm, unless I could cheat, I, I would foul everybody. That was the best sport that I could do. Foul everybody. You're scrappy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good deal. Well, you've been dominating the local scene here. We've been seeing your name up at things like War X, uh, Frontline, obviously. Um, you know, Run down we, some of your best accomplishments. Like, what, what are some year, of your... This you've been throwing most, down hardcore yeah. this year. <laughs> just this year? Oh, well, like just... My, oh, God. I don't know. In, in like, the OCR world... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably my best accomplishment in the OCR world was 2018, 19, no, 2000, both of them actually. 2018 was my, it was, that was a weird year. Like uh, some idiot dropped a dumbbell on my foot, broke my foot. So, and I was training for a CrossFit competition and I couldn't do it. And so then I did a bodybuilding competition and then I, Got a ticket to run a race, and I was able to go to Noram, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy who did the crossword programming, I asked him, I was like, so, should I do, like, the 3K or the 15K? He was like, definitely do the 3K. I was like, okay, I'm going to do both, and, <laughs> and so, because I hadn't been running because my foot was broken, and then I got third in the, in the 15K, which was totally surprising. Whoa, then, whoa, 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 whoa. Was that your beginning of OCR? Like, for the most part, like um, after I graduated college, that was the first year I did Spartan. So I did Spartan, okay. and after that, I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm going to do CrossFit to train for obstacle racing, and then I never went back to it. Okay. I got into CrossFit until 2018. Okay, so OCR was kind of like a backup because, oh, crap, I can't compete in CrossFit. Might as well go back to OCR. Less of a backup and more of a, a woman I worked with was like, hey, we have an extra ticket. Do you want it? I was like, <laughs> if I can run competitively. She's like, yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure you can. And so then I did. And that was a week before Noram. Goodness. I was like, hey, I qualified. Why not? I'm just going to go. Why not go so, dance in Noram? Yeah. <laughs> Already. So okay, that 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 is such an interesting like gateway drug for you. So then like right. you went from 
you went from seeing a Spartan, which is like what I would consider the, you know, it's a very, in 2018, at that point, Spartan had been redefined and redefined and redefined to mm-hmm. where it was this very systematic, super poster child of a race, right? To then yeah. all of a sudden going to something like Noram, where it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory with right, it's a totally different shit. sport in reality, and we've talked mm-hmm. about that before. You know, Spartan, although technically I guess an OCR, you know, when you compare that to Noram and the like, mm-hmm. very different. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Spartan. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> oh. I, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure don't tell them that, even though they're probably listening. Uh-huh. I gotcha. gotcha. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. so I did it in like 2010. It was sort of more its beginning mm-hmm. time, I guess. It was way um, more raw back then. Yeah, and I, I kind of liked it then, but last year was kind of my first year actually doing a variety of races. So I got to do a whole bunch. This year I've done even more different mm-hmm. types and places. And mm-hmm. I found out that like, Everyone always talks about Spartan, Spartan this, Spartan that, and I'm like, oh, hold up, you have no idea. There are so many other better options out there, depending mm-hmm. on what you're looking for, but I personally right. like other races better. So oh, yeah. what, what's your cup of tea at this point? Yeah, where have been races? like your, your, your banner races that you've loved here from local scenes? Uh, from your area or that area? Just, Just in, in general. general. Savage. I love Savage. Yeah, girl. Yeah, I love I mean, grip. I'm a anything that's technical or grip. I'm a grip war. Like that's me. <laughs> uh, I own it. But so I like Savage, and I did my first one last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, this is fun. How'd you do? Uh, um, I got second in my age group. Nice. Um, yeah. And so that was that one was pretty good. Never having done it before, and I had no idea what to expect. Um, and then this year, I really liked, I did like Frontline. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how to enjoy the vest because I had back surgery. And so the vest, anything with weight on my body is mm-hmm. uh, very interesting. Um, well, yeah. and what you're not mentioning, and we covered when we did our Frontline recap, not only did you do well, you dominated at frontline and were the only female finisher that day. Um, oh, so, right, with the best. And this is after having crushed at Highlander, what, two weeks earlier than that, and had crushed at Highlander Dark Ages. Um, oh, wait, were you at Dark Ages? I, was, I did. Uh, I was at War X twice. That's nah, right, that's right. Yeah, she didn't make it to Dark Ages. That's right. That's right. So you've had a very successful year, and I've also seen you kind of dabbling now with the ninja so with the ninja scene. Yes, uh, I have some friends who are like, "You should do ninja," and I'm like, "Uh, that's just a TV show." Because they're like, "Oh, go on the show, go on the show," and they don't. <laughs> no one. Uh, that's the thing I hate though. It's like it is like a game show. It's just right. <laughs> it's right, gets right. gimmicky. Yeah, so, I like parts of it, but it's. It's, they want, not that I don't have a personality, but they want, like, some <laughs> story that, like, you know, I saved the baby rolling down the highway on one leg. And, 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 and so, 
Oh yeah. my God. Yes. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the exact same story. I was like, you know, I am a middle-aged white man. Nobody cares about me. Yeah. You're, you're just <laughs> vanilla, Jacob. You, you got nothing going. At least uh, Aaliyah's got the, the rocking image, which let's, let's get into that. Where did this come from? Where did this bump and hoops and all that stuff come from? Just who she well, is. <laughs> the earrings. I've always had the earrings. Uh, when I was younger, I changed my earrings every single day. I never wore in a week the same ones. I always mm-hmm. rotated them out. And then I think in high school, I, my hoops got slightly bigger, I guess, as I got older. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no particular reason. And then I got my hair cut, I don't know, 2015, 16. I kind of, I had a friend who was a hairdresser. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, do you think I could pull up, you know, that like crazy, weird Miley Cyrus look? She's like, yes. I was like, and she wanted to do it like right away. I was like, oh, hold. And I have really long hair. I had really mm-hmm. long hair. Hold up. I gotta, I gotta think about it. You're too excited. <laughs> That's scary. And so it was like a month long decision. And then I kind of just was like, okay, let's cut it. Let's do it. And yeah, I don't think I could ever grow my hair the sides out again, but right. the top I could. Well, now you got to yeah. stick with it because it's obviously working for you. I know it's the signature. Well, the people where I work, they made a shirt. They have a shirt. It's an outline of me, like flexing, and uh-huh. you have you see my poof and my earrings on the shirt. It's, <laughs> the poof it's and the earrings. Fantastic. Yep, and it says, "But did you die?" Nice. Nice. <laughs> love it. Love it. So, okay. We've had, and we, Leah, we've talked about this a lot of times here mm-hmm. this year. This has been kind of like the year for locals because a lot of them mm-hmm. are on, you know, private property and Leah's got to see a lot of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we'll wait to get to this question here for a second, but <laughs> Aaliyah just over the weekend went out to Fit Challenge. Leah. Yeah. Aaliyah, how was Fit Challenge this weekend? <laughs> Fit challenge was spicy. Spicy. Um, it was spicy. The terrain, it was kind of like this. Trail run, obstacle course, trail run, obstacle course, trail run, some obstacles. That's kind of how it went because it was very, I felt like a billy goat. I was always <laughs> on the mountain. There was like rocks. Like It was like boulders. That at one point, mm. you're kind of like, your hands are on the ground maybe. It was very taxing uphill and downhill. So this weekend I did the two races. They had an elite heat, which was pretty much one loop. So it was just over a 5K. Mm-hmm. And that one, that was how I started. So you're going out full-blown hard because you're racing. It's a short race. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's quick. And then that was my first experience on the course. I was like, oh, my God, these, like, hills. And... Mm. I'm more of an obstacle person than a runner. Like, I'm a decent mm-hmm. runner, but I'm not the fastest runner. So, mm-hmm. like, the first segment, we went up, and it kind of, like, scattered a little bit. But I got to the first op- second obstacle, technically. And I was, I think, in fourth, and then I got in second place because I was able to do that one very mm-hmm. quickly. And then I stayed in second place for a good part of it until – like the tippy top of the second time we did an ascent. And so the woman who was third, who who actually got first, her and I went back and forth a couple of times. It was Meg Julian. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ended up, she's, she's a very fast runner. Mm-hmm. She ended up catching the girl who 
the woman who finished third because she was struggling on an upper body obstacle. So then I got mm-hmm. there a little bit after Meg got finished, and then I passed that woman. So the the obstacles were fun, but the room was killer. Like, let me tell you, I I feel like I should be parking in a handicapped spot <laughs> today. Like, it's it, it's my quads and my calves from going down. Mm-hmm. And I was well because for, after you did that first lap, you kept you going went up to seven more, right? <laughs> yeah, I did the ultra. I did. I ended up getting doing nine laps. Okay. I could have gone out for a tenth one, but it was like it was. I did my last lap in the dark, which was mm. pretty awful on that terrain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was pretty pretty beat, and I didn't. It wouldn't have made a difference if I did it. If Heck, if it was going to make a difference, there's no way I wouldn't have gone out. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, and so that, that ultra piece, woo, going up and down that mountain, mm-hmm. was it was definitely, like, all mental, for sure. So, so what was is that your, your first ultra? Uh, 12. I This year, I did two eight-hour ultras. I did Viking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those are my first ever. That's the longest I've ever... Done, so, and then I was like, oh, sure, let's do the 12. Now that, that you've seen the dark side, do you like the ultra side, or do you like that short, quick sprint stuff? Oh, I'm never an ultra person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least, you're honest, you're honest. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I do it for the challenge, like, hmm, how am I, how can I do? And that's kind of happened with the first ultra. I had very low expectations, and then I ended up winning it, but that was not what I was actually expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Just because there so are ha- people who are at running. But then when you throw the obstacles in there, that changes right. things. So yeah. what's your training look like? I see you on, you know, on social media doing lots of lifting and CrossFit stuff. What do you do to prepare for this kind of racing? Um, I do a bit of everything pretty much. That's kind of it. Like I said in the beginning, like my dad th- threw us and my parents threw us into a variety of sports. So I kind of had that mentality as an athlete and as a, cause I'm a trainer and a coach. Mm-hmm. And if I want to be better, I should be able to be as versatile as possible. And so there's, I wouldn't call it CrossFit per se, but I have a lot of similarities like in the lifts, because just because there's Olympic lifting, there's power lifting, mm-hmm. some of the same movements. And I have two main days of running. One is a track workout, typically. And then one is a trail run, which is usually on the weekend. And it could be long or it could be short. And then interspersed during the week, it's um, a little bit of lifting, some conditioners. I may or may not run. But and then my backyard. Gosh, have you seen my backyard? It's uh, it's crazy. Everyone like wants to like look at it and um. What's your well, favorite piece of equipment or training? <gasps> oh my god, that's so hard. Um, my favorite piece of equipment. Wait, it, can I have a little bit more um specifics? Whatever like, you want. What do, What do you feel like is the most important? training tool that you have whether it be an obstacle whether it be weights what what is your most important training tool i can't pick one i don't like picking one (laughs) (laughs) fine too um well if i had to only pick two 
I say uh-huh. a pull-up bar. Okay. Simple, effective. Uh, yeah, there's so many things you could do on it. You could do core. You mm-hmm. could still technically do some upper, lower body, a lot of grip and upper body stuff. And I just love pull-ups. I love having a strong upper body. It's my okay. favorite. And um, also, even with that said, even though that's I only can pick two, force five. Mm-hmm. I love their grip stuff. Like they, I have so much of their grip stuff just because mm-hmm. I find it so fun. And then outside I, of that, oh, what were you gonna say, Jacob? I, I still need to get a pair of Gibbons from them or from somebody. Dude, I'm, you've been that saying that forever list. for a year now. But then this year's <laughs> been non-existent. So. Yeah, fair enough. That at that race this weekend at Pit mm-hmm. Challenge, and I was so I haven't done it in so long, I was a little bit petrified of it, and I had to do it like a million times because of mm-hmm. the old oh my god. And it was kind of funny how they set it up. I don't think it was intentional, but like the beginning ones were so far apart, and then mm-hmm. the end ones were all close together, and they were like it was it wasn't perfect by any means, but no race is ever perfect, so it was kind of just funny. You kind of had to wing it. Right. Um, but my second favorite, I guess, um, I don't know, because I only have favorite movements, but I'd say a barbell. Okay. Once again, versatility. Uh, yep. Yeah, there's just so many different things you can do with it. And my favorite movement's a clean. Um, I do like cleans. Hands down. So I'll never give that up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so we've had we've had a crazy year with locals here. And you've seen, we've, we've obviously established that you're a big fan of the local and the crazy scene. And the wilder, the better. Golly, I wish we could have seen you back in the days of like when Killington was crazy back then. And, and <laughs> that's a whole That's a whole different discussion. Um, looking forward to 2021, what races are you really pumped for? Oh God. I, are they even happening? Come on. Um, it's gonna assuming gonna assuming the race. world is back to semi-normal <laughs> and the races that we know and love are coming back. What are your top a, you know, a races for next year? Top three well, races you're pumped for. I was, I guess that this one has to carry over into next year because I was so excited for, uh, worlds mm-hmm. the world championship because the before this year happened at noram the year before so my mm-hmm. second year i got mm-hmm. first and i i've had a lot of weird stories i told you the the first year i came off of a broken foot and then mm-hmm. the next year last year i had a hamstring injury mm-hmm. from rock climbing and so I never had a full year of training, but I still was okay. So this year I was so pumped to see what <laughs> to swing, swing, swing. Here. And then <laughs> the year right. the caught fire. Um, so next year I'm really looking forward to Worlds. Okay. I had also qualified for there's another sector. It was. Oh my God, if I can remember the name, it was like USA OCR, the Federation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I had qualified for the one that was in Russia, and I, for this year, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man, I was totally, I had it marked in my calendar, I was going to go, and so I don't know what they're doing with that. So if they're doing that, I'm excited for that, but that one, hmm, we don't know. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's still kind of on the fence. It's Things have been quiet on that for a little bit. Yeah, I haven't heard anything much on that one. Um, I know, me personally, locally, I'm looking forward towards Indian Mud Run next year. For sure. Like, I just miss that throwdown with Hubie 
and some of the people there. Such a good race. Yeah, if that's not on your radar, Aaliyah, it definitely needs to be. I, I That one, I was on my radar this year because they moved the date back. And yep. lots of people I know ended up being in that area and were like, oh, you should definitely do this one. Mm-hmm. And, and then they he kind of did like sort of like a fun run sort of where it wasn't an official race. And I couldn't, mm-hmm. being from Philadelphia, I couldn't drive all the way up there. Yeah. For, um, so I'm excited for, I do want to do that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm also, I think that's definitely up your alley. There's the one. Um, I, I'm excited for the. I don't know if he posted more information about, but he said there's a, the one for Frontline. It's almost like he has two. There's like a team one or something. There's going to be a team event there's, coming next yeah. year, and that's I've got some word on that, but I can't divulge yeah. everything. But it's going to be crazy. I'll just yeah. say that more info <laughs> to come on that, but it'll be the same weekend, the same day. Um, oh, I do two races. No. <laughs> well, we'll see with timing and how everything works. We're still, you know, hammering all that out, but that's definitely going to be an addition to, you know, to the scene. So that'd be good. Yeah. Well, if I tell Ed that I want to do both, I'm sure he'll figure out a way to make. <laughs> he I may. Don't he doubt may. <laughs> no, but it would not so that's what I'm looking forward to. And then what was um? I just remember the one of the ones that I was. Uh, oh, it's not really. I don't know if it's OCR, but Flatline, Flatline was that what Heart Heartfit? Oh, Heartfit, 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 the DOA. Yeah, yeah, DOA Dead on Rebel, his like event. That competition thing that you have to yep. qualify for. That yep. one to do that. Yep. That's yep. what I want to do. Um, That's a, anything that that Ryan puts on over at Heartfit Gym, we're huge fans of, and yeah, he's got a DOA event. Um, that you qualify for throughout the year through the various simulations and then you can come and compete either elite competitive or open um and it's it's an awesome event yeah that's that's definitely on my radar because this year this year is weird and to go up during this like they did it during the week that you could qualify or something like that but that one i want to do for sure and any of the savage races fantastic absolutely the big one that I'm really hoping that does actually happen this year is I've heard the rumor of Savage Race going to Hubie's place over there in Constructon. Yeah, we know they're in talk, so hopefully that can happen because that would definitely be a race to go to. That'd be awesome. So. That'd be insane. Anyway, we're running low on time here, yeah. Leah. Is there anything you want to tell our listeners here uh, before we close out here? Any shout outs or, or love to anyone? Oh, well, my team, Strong as Oak, love them. They're fantastic. And then, oh, my buddy, Akash, because yes, he, I have to say, he's one of the first people I ever met who was, not that people weren't nice, but who actually, like, befriended me at a race. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my first bone frog, and okay. I was looking at an opto and came up to me. He was like, oh, yeah, this one's so hard, and tell me all about mm-hmm. it. And then he happened to see me do it. He's like, and came up to me after. He's like, I can't believe you got that on your first time. We're going to be friends. <laughs> and, you know, and so, like, I've actually seen him so much this year. Yeah. There's been so many, like, crazy rules and bans and guidelines. I've seen him more than I've seen him in the past years. But, and so he's, he's like, one, he's my, like, main buddy here. Fantastic. Who, like, tells me to do all these crazy ultra races. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Sure, why not? <laughs> Yeah, Akash is an awesome, awesome guy. 
I'm really missing me an ultra race right now. But anyway, thank you so much for being on the show this week, Leah. Um, we'll see you on the course here soon, girl. Take care. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, guys. Pleasure. Thanks. So we're past we're past Halloween now, and we're coming up yep. on Thanksgiving. Yep, if yep. you had to Halloween dress up for somebody from OCR, who would it be? Because <laughs> oh, would God. be up there for me. <laughs> well, to, like, I mean, awkwardly do something. Oh um, my lord! Well, I mean, you can. I don't know if you could pull off her hair, but I, that's, bearing, that's a hard Carol. question because you you have to pick someone that's going to be easily recognizable. Like, you know, there's not that many people that have signature looks. You know. Not really in OCR. Um, but I yeah. think like it would be really awkward if I started making videos again and like dressed up just like them. Um, oh my lord. Well, Aaliyah might just have to be first on your list. Yeah. I'll get you well, some Painted Warrior Steven would be fun. Yep. Um, that's another one. I don't know. I gotta paint myself something stupid. I would just oh do something lord. really goofy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll look forward to the future for next year. And, and I miss see making what, videos. What we've I do. got. So really we, we got to, I know. So we talked with Aaliyah. We talked over Fit Challenge. Um, you know, we're going to keep our eye on any future events. I think there's going to be kind of a lull here in the next month or so. Hopefully things will start ramping back up again in 2021 and we can look forward to an actual real season again. But time will tell. Time will tell. Um, other than that, what else we got going on right now? We've got community kudos. We do. We also have High Rocks. I know High Rocks. Um, oh, OCR stars. High Rocks Light oh, going yeah, on well. still. Uh, yeah, we're in the last week of that. Um, it's kind of kind of telling when you look at the leaderboard and the number of people that are dropping out week by week. Um, It'll be interesting to see where it finishes and how many finishers we actually have, but yeah. we'll see. I'm sure I'm sure we'll find out not through an email communication or anything, but probably somebody's Instagram live feed. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, still no word on Battlefrog as well, though, correct? Nope, nothing new on that scene, so we're been... still going to keep our eyes out for that. Gotcha, gotcha. All righty, um, community kudos. Who do you have this week? Who do I have this week? Yep. Ah, put me on the friggin' spot. I Golly. know, right? Um, community kudos. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I'm going to give it out to our guys out at Abominable. I've been talking okay. to them here lately, just talking, chit-chatting back and forth about how they're planning out stuff for the 2021 season and coming back. Mm-hmm. And, Leah, you weren't there, but you were on the phone with me a lot of the times. Like, mm-hmm. I kicked in the dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Bill Wolf. Community kudos to you this week, bro. Um, you and Todd Abraham, man, Tom, you guys, they've got such a big heart for this sport and such for a big sure. heart for making events like this. And they got kicked hard um, when, this, when everything did. with COVID started happening. And to be on the front line of that and to literally have your race pretty much ganked out from underneath your foot and like not yep. know if you're going to survive and then still to come back and be like, okay, we're going to still do something in 2021. Yep. Yep. And Right now, I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, Leah. Like, Nobody knows. N- well, and that's that's a very important thing. We don't want to make moves out of fear. Um, right. But at the same time, man, that is hard to to bring around. Like, right. and say, okay, we're going to go again and try and do it again next year and something uh-huh. and, and and rescale it. They can only have 500 people there as of right now. Right. Right. And still make that profitable. And right. 
it's it's going to be such a rebuilding year in 2021. But I want to sure. give my my hat off to those guys because they work their butts off. How about you? Who uh-huh. you got? All right. Good choice. So my community kudos is going to be a community kudos slash community prayer call or good vibe call or whatever you want to say. Um, do you know Josh Kohler? I don't. He on Instagram is 2COCR, I think. Um, he and his wife, Debbie, they've got kids that race all the time. Um, his daughter is super big in the Spartan kids circuit. Um, he's a big, big face for for Spartan, especially. Um, sure. Those of you guys who know Josh, um, apparently an emergency situation uh, day before last woke up. Um, in the middle of the night with severe chest pains, totally healthy guy, like super, super Spartan man, um, woke up with severe chest pains and brought to the hospital, ended up, um, you know, hours later in emergency heart surgery, ended up oh, having an aortic dissection, holy shit. um, and subsequent complications, including, um, an aortic valve tear, some coronary, um, trauma, ended up having a stroke as well. Um, in a coma, the last update I saw, Amber Klein is posting updates. Um, she's really close with the family. Um, last update I saw, he is now awake. Um, and one of the first things he did was talk about Joe DeSena and doing another Spartan race. So, oh my God, um, time the long-term effects of the stroke and of the heart damage is, um, obviously this is just very new, um, but I've been seeing a lot of posts and, Spartan 4.0 and, and Midwest Spartans and several of the different groups. Um, so if you know Josh or the family, um, you know, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely yeah. reach out, send, you know, good messages, positive mm-hmm. vibes, pray if, you, if that's your thing. Yeah. Um, as always. And we've talked about it a million times, guys. It's for me, like my heart bleeds for this community. Like I Absolutely. love this community so much. And I think about these people that we go in day in after day and mm-hmm. these, these people that have volunteered and these people that have done great things to build this sport that we love. And right. it's, it's, it's us that make the community. It's us that make the yep. lifestyle. And it's, it's so, it's so hard seeing other people like struggle with that. Cause I had yeah. a lot of people reach out to me when I got real sick last year and it was right. It was really refreshing, but you find out a lot about people in those moments, and I'll, sure. I'll leave it at that. Um, yep. So keep him and his family in your thoughts, um, and as always, if you like what you hear on this episode, it's podcast, please like, share, leave a review for us, um, and let us know what athletes you want us to spotlight next. Absolutely. Drop us a line. Or, or if you've got um, cool episode ideas like I do. Um, <laughs> always happy to hear stuff like that. Cause I've got a really cool one because we're coming up on Christmas, Leah. Yeah. And yeah. I want to hear your wish list. Oh, I got a good one. So you got a good a, one. Yep. We'll, we'll get to that and we'll have another episode. Um, and we'll cover all that good stuff. That's a good, good idea. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, until next week, guys, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. We'll catch you out there. See you guys. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. God bless. Bye bye. And bye bye. Bye bye. 
And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>